in my digital marketing career, I've sold a lot online, but a lot of my sales too have come from on the phone and via Zoom. And then also training people on how to do that. That's been a big part of my earnings. And so when I sell, it was very much so like this conversation is one, be wildly curious and excited with somebody. And I have a rule. It's called the 90-10, 90-10, 90-10 rule. And teach it to all your employees. So 90-10. 90% of your conversation needs to be the other person talking. Second 90-10. Then the 10% of the time that you're talking, 90% of it needs to be questions. And then the third 90-10 is 90% of the total conversation needs to be talking about the product or the service. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Smart Businesses Do This. I'm Adam Lyons and I am here today with the one and only Billy Jean. Wait, pause. I just realized that is the name of the podcast and it's fucking great. <laughs> like, that's really good. Like, I, I actually thoroughly enjoy the name. Like, that is great. Like, yeah, Thank you. awesome. That, that's actually a huge compliment coming from you. So I, I appreciate yeah. it. I'm somewhat good at what I do. Somewhat. Like. Yeah, yeah, really good. I think I'm going to steal this podcast name. And, and yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to replace it with cool businesses do this. Smart businesses do this. Amazing yeah. businesses do this. Rich businesses do this. This is a series. It's like the For Dummies book series. It's great. But aren't you about to win the lottery and quit business forever? Let me just show everybody here. Everybody listening, fuck every one of you. I don't have, nothing matters anymore. I'm a billionaire. These are my five lotto tickets right here and I'm going to win. And after that, I'm just going to turn into an asshole. And I don't know. I, I don't even know why I play it. It's just like, you know, people say, like, since we're talking about making money and stuff, people always go like, yo, the lotto is such a waste of money because statistically all of that, but it's like, I would have spent that hundred bucks on something else dumb. I would have totally bought like, or it would just sit there. At least now it has a chance, a fraction of a chance that tonight at 8 p.m. I am a two billionaire, a multi-billionaire, I guess is what the term would be. I mean, I, I can see that. I, I think one of my favorite phrases about billionaires is that people that are not millionaires, they check their horoscope every day. Millionaires never check their horoscope, but mm. billionaires check their horoscope every day. Whoa, that's cool. I like that. Right? I yeah, like I, some, and I also, I learned the same about one word domains as well, right? Like if you go up to it, the average person who knows nothing about business and you're like, you know, what's the key factors to succeeding online? They're going to come up with, well, like, you know, we've got to get the right domain, like a one word domain. Mm. If you talk to any billion, uh, millionaire, they're going to be like, Browsers. oh, the name doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But then yeah. when you talk to billionaires, every single one of them, they're like, you got to have the one word domain, dude. Mm. It's like the simplicity, you know, it's like yeah. the brute. The uh, Bruce Lee thing before you study martial arts, a punch is a one inch punch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But then when you master it, a punch isn't a punch, a kick isn't a kick. But when you fully dominate and understand, a punch is a punch and a kick is a kick. Uh, audience is like what the hell are we talking about today <laughs> no, no, you guys listen everyone listening to you i mean you, you you're more likely to know billy jean than me even if you listen to my podcast that's the truth because this guy is a legend i remember watching you were one of the first people that cracked like online advertising you know mm. back when the Harmon brothers were, were were sort of like dominating with like rainbow colored poop Shout and out to them. you 
Yeah, but but you freaking you crushed it, and it was so simple. They needed these huge production value stuff, and your your eyeballs and your ads did better. And I'll I'll be honest with you, man. Like every time you speak about ads, I'm like, wow, this guy gets it. And mm. most people don't. Most people are full of you know um, of rainbow poop. In <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, let's give credit. I mean, those motherfuckers know advertising, and they know writing and production and rainbow poop, and they're hilarious and like nothing but respect. Uh, to them, right? Like, I've almost feel like we play two different sports, though. You know, like the way that their their ideal clientele and kind of who I serve as a small business owners, because um, it's just a little, it's just a little different. But uh, I mean, those guys are G's. Those guys are gangsters, no doubt. Yeah, well, and you as well. So, how did you how did you even get into doing advertising? Like, <sighs> I just needed to sell shit. I'll be honest with you. So, I, I was leaving. I, I was working at this uh, online school. It was called Ashford University. And my job was to call people every single day and enroll them into college. And I didn't even finish college. It was out of alignment, out of integrity, some bullshit. Um, But whatever, that was my job. But I learned about this online world. So this is very long story short. I had a friend. His dad had a company to help people quit smoking. And it was 100% all online. And I was like, well, I can take this online classroom platform, take your guys' foundation and resell your stuff at a higher price. And I call it my company. It's called Rethink and Relive. You change the way you think, you can change your, you know, your life. So anyways, in trying to sell this online course, I tried everything. I tried, you know, the, the call centers, the referrals, focus group, like anything you can think of. And then at like a last kind of ditch effort, I tried this thing called Facebook advertising. And I'll never forget, I was trying to sell like a trial to this uh, online quit smoking thing. And the trial was $5 for the trial. And after one week, it would auto bill you 60 bucks. And I'll never forget the first night I ran ads, I spent $80 on the ad. And I woke up in the morning, I'm all excited. And I checked the computer and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't we make any sales? We're going to be so rich. Da, 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 da. And I had one trial. And that trial right beneath it was an email from the person who took the trial that asked to cancel immediately. Now, most people in that moment would go, oh shit, Facebook doesn't work, et cetera. Me? I've never been so excited in my business career ever because it was the first time I learned, holy shit, this can work. And it was, it changed the relationship with money that I had because before that, everything was clocking in, trading time for hours, right? Like going in. But that happened when I was asleep. I made that $5 when I was asleep and I was responsible for it. So my brain said, well, what if four people said yes? And I spent 80 bucks and they all took the trial then I would have made a shitload of money while I was sleeping. And I got obsessed with that thought. If I can just get more people to say yes while I'm sleeping. And so then I started buying like the eBooks and Googling Facebook ads and you find other people. And then it's just the fucking wild, wild west. Cause it wasn't like there's a whole bunch of people that were teaching it. And uh, that's it. That's how I came on the journey. Yeah. So first of all, I love that. And for everyone listening, there's a key component here, which is Billie Jean took something that most people would have used as an excuse not to do it and saw the positive in it and found a solution, which meant if, if more of people in the world were solution-focused versus problem-focused, they'd be, they'd be happy. Yeah. Um, it also it broke my, my brain, though, right? It was like, it was like, like, fuck the money, like, right? Like, anyone listening to this is, like, not excited that I made five bucks, but it forever shifted of, like, I can't, it, from that moment, it wasn't just, oh, I want to make more money. It was, I want to make more money like this. And, and, and sure, every business owner's had that experience where it's like you've sold in so many different ways trying to get it right. But then there's one thing that gives you the happiness, the time, the result and the scalability. And it's it breaks. And now here we are 12 years later. 
Yeah, I had a, I had a moment, I got a, a family member, she just wrote her first book and it's like the first time she tried to do anything that isn't a job. And yeah. she goes, hey, I, I need to work out how to promote this, but I've got no money whatsoever. And I said, okay, well, why don't you contact local bookstores and see if they'll let you do a book sign? You know, you're a local author. That's the kind of thing they do. That's cool. And she goes, oh, all the bookstores closed down. There's no bookstores anywhere. I can't possibly do this. And it instantly hit me because like, you know, we're the same age. Uh, she's my cousin. And I was like, man, how are you so negative about this? So I just mm. responded, libraries and she went oh yeah that's great that'll work and i'm like <laughs> the fact that i could make the connection from bookshop to library and mm. she couldn't yet i believe is the difference between people like yourself and, and those well you know them. what it is is it's people are trained to do exactly what they're told and taught to do since we're in school it's we're never taught of how to think of another solution you know they didn't give us a math problem and then solve it and then say okay now find another way to solve it that wasn't the next question, but if it was, how much smarter would everybody be? Right? Yeah. Like they, you know, it's, Hey, submit this assignment. Now, cool. Next week, same assignment, do it in a different way. Submit this <laughs> assignment, same assignment, do it in a different way. Right. It's just not, it's just not there. And so her is like, I'm sure she's you know, your cousin. She's great. She's smart, et cetera. But she was just never taught that, you know, alternative yeah. solutions. And to me, that's the difference. That's, and you had that. So, so does Facebook advertising work for every kind of business or is that yes. like a big thing? Like, yes. So like, Business yes. to business, private selling, like yes, like, like roofing replacements on a commercial building. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here's the here's the here's the, here's the short right. I don't yeah. I don't even look at it as like Facebook. It would be like me asking you if, um, like, like does a message work for every business? And you would be like, huh? It's kind of a weird question. You like, well, depends on the message. So like for me, Facebook is just a fucking billboard. Like Facebook working, when people say Facebook working, first of all, they mean, can Facebook be profitable? That's what they typically mean. Um, but Facebook's only job is to take your image, your video, or your text and put it in front of somebody who you tell it to put in front of. That's Facebook working. That means Facebook worked. So therefore, if that means Facebook is working, if you put up that message, image, text, or video, and it doesn't generate sales, was that Facebook not working? Or was that your message not working? So I don't think Facebook can work or not work. It's just, is your message good? Is your offer good? It's just a billboard. Like it's a so billboard. It's yeah. not a question whether Facebook works. It's, are you a loser? Is really <laughs> exactly. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, so, and, and obviously you've cracked the, the formula. Now, how, how do you do this for people? Like, do you teach people how to do it? Do you do it for them? Do you just make fun of people that can't do it while you're doing it for yourself in the background? Yeah, What's no, I, I do the other two, but not the third. Um, I, I've, I've taught it. My agency's background works with some of the largest franchises in the world, from your Orange Theory uh, Fitnesses to your Massage Envies to some shit with like Kia and David Busters. I've just done like a lot of franchise stuff. Um, and so right now in my current businesses, if I'm doing any kind of agency work, it's like for some fucking equity. Like I, I need, I need equity with that or like some fucking big ass check. Like I, I just don't take it on because I'd rather work on my own stuff. Um, and then I do do teaching and education. That's what I'm passionate about. I think that's where you make the biggest impact. And, um, and yeah, but I, I don't tell anyone to fuck off and keep it to myself. That's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There are people like that. I met a guy. He's there like, are. Yeah, it's so like ridiculous. 150 grand a month. And, and we don't tell you anything, you know, you know so they, those people. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. You know, <laughs> I love that. I think one of the things that I was really moved by, and, um, and I'd love if, if there is a resource that you can direct people to, to where they can sure. see it. I got to watch Billy Jean speak live in Brazil at, mm. a, at an event we both spoke at. And I had never heard somebody speak so succinctly and simply 
about mm. advertising before. And I've been in all those seminars and listened to all those other yeah. people. But to me, like I said, the true master of an artist is someone that can simplify it. And that's like, I'd always known you were good, but I think that's yeah. where you gained my respect. Because I, oh, like, I appreciate that. That is, is legit. You know, and well, I, because I, I, I think I'm, I, I, the reason why, one, I, I thank you for that. And two, I, I do actually think that's my greatest superpower is I'll take all this fancy shit. I mean, it's the book I'm going to put out, Rich White People's Secrets, A Black Man's Guide to His First Million. It's all about simplifying just like shit, shit that I see and doing it. Secondly, uh, fucking, I, I don't even talk about that fucking speech in Brazil. It just fucking went horrible. That was like my worst speaking engagement ever. So it makes me happy that you still found some value in it. it. Like, I, I appreciate it. that. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, the simplicity is what I try and do is I try and talk to myself. So when I went to the university of San Diego, it was my junior year. I took a finance class for the first time I went to the class and then the teacher said, Hey, um, does anybody, is anybody here currently in the market? Uh, is anybody here doing investments? Do you own stocks or bonds and stuff? And like half the fucking class, like raised their hand. And I left the class because I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> a stock, a bond. What do you mean by the market? I don't get marketing. It was so intimidating for me that I just fucking left. I wasn't stupid, but my family was trying to survive. Motherfuckers weren't investing in the stock. Like it wasn't, I never was exposed to that. So whenever I'm teaching, I'm like, I tried to reach that kid, me, the kid who feels like things are going like, what am I dumb? Like what the fuck is happening? And their confidence may be a little tested. That's who I speak for. That's who I educate for. Like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about like making a business that already make, like that was my agency life. And it was kind of unfulfilling. It was like, I'd have these businesses that were already kind of making money and then I'd make them a lot more money. And it was like, let's circle jerk each other. Okay, that's limited. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want to take the person who's like never made their first G and put them on the business and show them a different way. To me, that's like fucking way more fulfilling than the other bullshit. And then I got pissed off because of stupid fucking digital marketing industry, the way that they pushing it, they're like, if you sell to people who are just in the beginning, they're like, oh, you just, you just talk to grifter bottom feeders like the way they talk about people who don't know stuff is just like the most fucking privileged on sexy thing ever and i'm just like what the fuck are you talking about i was that guy before i'm this guy and i'm the same guy you know like so i man i i just like i have a real big affinity to like you know uh, help people who may be feeling hopeless the underdogs man and then bring you know create underdogs make them the top dog and and build from there I resonate so much that yeah, I, I grew up in a project as well. And I was like, I was one of like only three white guys in our entire mm, neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and so I, I resonate very, very. Yeah. Very you know, it's like, look, that. anybody who's anybody who's come from family that's either in, you know, low income, et cetera. It's like the conversation was like you, you did it. If you come from those areas or had family that come from those areas, the person who was doing it, the bigger was probably making like 50 grand a year and like actually able to just pay their bills. That was the good job. You know, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just perspective. I got two tattoos, you know, perspective and vision. And most people just lack perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. They only see things. They think the world is as they are. Uh, and it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Dude, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I remember um, we used to have this thing in the UK. I don't know if you guys have them. We have uh, broken cookie packets. And I always, always think about these. Wait, what? Cookie, They're what? Broken cookie packets. What the fuck is that? So when you buy cookies in the in the in the you know in the grocery store, the cookies are all perfect. Well, it's not that they're only perfect cookies. Some cookies break, oh. and we were so poor you could buy a bag of assorted broken cookies. <laughs> the, the cookie making factory would That's take all great. the broken ones that weren't good enough to be consumed because they didn't look good. That's throw them in a great. bag, 
And we would buy them for like a pound for a huge bag of cookies. We've got more cookies. Yeah, they taste just as good. They're just a little broken. And they're mixed up. You can't get that flavor any other way. But I, and I, I remember, you know, thinking about this and everything I do in business, I always think about it. I, first of all, I remind myself, like, when you're spending a lot of money on something, you're often paying for the presentation. That doesn't mean it's better. It just mm. means presentation. Um, and I also remind myself that there's always money to be made in the stuff that you think no one wants. Yeah, um, there's like, a market for everything. Yep, yeah, there's a market. And also, for everybody there that wants a perfect cookie, there's somebody out there that will take an imperfect cookie and is willing to pay for it mm. because that's all they can afford, but they do still want a cookie. Mm. I like and that. So, you got some bars. Yeah. <laughs> you just, do. I'm just old and grew up in the hood. I, which is why I think <laughs> it resonates with you. Cause I, I just, I didn't know if you grew up in the hood. I, you know, no, so I, I got, I got to escape it. Like I, so my parents both grew up in Southeast San Diego, both grew up on welfare. So I spent a lot of time at my grandma's house and like aunt's house and shit who were in the hood. But my dad was the first six figure earner who sold cars and he was the first six figure earner in our family. So I got to like, Missed the hood when we were young. We were like in some like you know shitty apartments, but um, my dad started to progress and I got out of it. But I mean, half my time was spent at grandma's. You know what I'm saying? Like you always, that's, you always at grandma's house. That's cool. Yeah, and I think I think yeah. that was a key thing as well. Like my my dad was a janitor, but he was a janitor to millionaires. So mm. though I lived in the basement and life sucked, I got to see millionaires, and so I. That's cool. It was another life. That's everything. That's everything. That that right there is probably the best upbringing you could have. How fortunate you are, right? Like, because you get that perspective, that dual perspective that I'm talking about. Like, usually people have one or the other. You know what I mean? Like, you're in the basement, you never come out the basement. You think everybody's in the basement and life is as such. Or you're in the millionaires and you're in there and you think everybody kind of had, like, you don't. Very few people understand that middle ground. So that's dope. That's how I feel with my dad is like, you know, my family was there, but I got to go into the private Catholic school and exposed to, you know, so that's, that's cool. I love that. So, and, and I'm totally off point because you're awesome. But my uh, the question I was going to ask mm. is, if someone wanted to see that that presentation or a presentation where you break down advertising, because guys, he does it so well. Where, I will, where- I will, I will give you guys a dope presentation uh, after this. I'll, I'll let my team know, and Paul. If we can note this. Like, we'll send you guys over some presentation. One that I. I think it's fucking sick. <laughs> I'll make it happen. I got you done. Done. Yeah, yeah, that, way, that way, you know, listeners listen to like somebody who's really smart talking and maybe get the. the yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I've done variations of that presentation. So I have dope shit that we can set up. That'd be great. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good stuff. So because um, I, I honestly instantly we went away. And uh, we made a video. So we spoke at the Traffic and Conversion Summit afterwards. Yeah. And um, we ran advertising that whole week while we were there. And, uh, and we used your technique. We had, uh, he's got this really cool technique for everyone listening of, uh, of like, what's in the box. Like I've got a gift for you. It's inside. Yeah. Dude, we How'd it go? That whole video. Um, you know, we made 1.6 million in gross sales since then. So, oh, so you know, that's great. Yeah. It's okay. See, that's yeah, it's, exciting. That's just exciting. Okay. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and, great. It's, and it's always a combination, right? You can never know if it's exactly the ads, but yeah, you know, our booth I'm sure there's a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, our booth was by the restroom and we had people come up to us the whole time and, you know, wanted to say hi or I recognized the voice. So he was yeah. doing something. So, so yeah. cool, dude. So cool. I love to hear but that. I, but what I loved about it is you had a structure. Mm. And that, to me, was the key difference, you know, because um, that's how you know someone knows what they're doing. Um, mm. it, it's the same like some of the other industries. Whenever anyone's like, uh, you know, you kind of just have to feel your way. I'm like, you have no idea. What you're yeah, sorry. That's not a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Said yeah. no professional ever. Like that's no. Yeah. I'm with you on I, that. 
I remember I was talking to to one guy. We were talking about um, pre- presenting on camera, yeah. and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, you know, sometimes you just got to tell people their tone sucks." I was like, "I hope you never tell anyone their tone sucks." He goes, <laughs> no, you know, when their voice like their tone. I was like, "Do you tell them they have to fix their body posture? They need to work on their vo- diaphragm, or they need to project more?" It's like mm-hmm. there's three very different mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. affecting mm-hmm. tone here. You know, what do you say? Like, How do you take that? He's like, oh, I never thought of it like that. And I was like, Yeah, no. exactly. Because you're a shitty teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's how you can fix it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I love that. All right. So, um, so your education thing is that up at Billy Jean is marketing? Because I know that's your no. Billy Jean is marketing is just a story for people to watch, and there's that. nothing else on it. Like if you pull it, you guys should go billyjeanismarketing.com and just there's chapters one to seven. Enjoy. That's all. That's all. That's all that's up there. However, like our education stuff, I mean, you, honestly, like I'll give it to you too. If anybody listening, you want all my courses I've ever created over the last decade for free, I'll just give them to you. So I'll just I have mean, Paul send it. Yeah. That's kind of mind blowing. How many? There's I mean, a gazillion all, on everything. Priceless, but wow. Webinars, hiring, firing, like just uh, group. I mean, I can't even, every subject you could ever think of, of deploying any type of offense on the internet is on there. Okay, I, I got to say, man, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I have never in my life met a man so confident they're going to win the lottery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It's done. It's yeah, already he's done. Like, I'm <laughs> so sure I'm going to win the lottery. Today. I've already made my courses free. I will tell you, if there is that 0.000001% chance that that happens right now, we have to take this clip and be like, I fucking told you guys. Yes, yes. You know, but that's, yes. I mean, that, here you want to talk about like deep advertising strategy. It's like, Whenever you are speaking to anybody, that's who you're, that's the part you're talking to is that little part in them that believes that, you know what, like, look, look to, here's one thing everyone that buys a lotto has in common. Everyone thinks they have a chance to win. Yeah. Everyone thinks they have a chance to win. They all know it's not great. It's not big, but they know there's something more. And there's something when you buy it, you're just like, well, what are good? You know, there's just a weird fucking train of thoughts that you have. And so when I'm advertising, I try and think of that, right? Like usually you're trying to tell some, you know, help someone improve in some aspect of their life. And I try and tap into that little micro thing and agitate it and keep poking it until it gets bigger and they do something about it. I love that. Do you, is there like, um, when, when you got like a new product, do you have like a number of adverts you create? Like, or is it just one? So I, yeah, you, you know, ideally in a good world, and you know you're creating a ton of ads and you're split testing things, bro. I I don't do that at all. I knew you didn't like what at is, all at all. I knew it. It's, <laughs> I I like at all. It's we first of all, I only test things like it. it hmm, how do I put this? If if the offer, if you write a great ad or you write a really shitty ad, if the offer is solid, it will still perform well. Yep, okay. it will still perform well. So keeping that in mind, it's like. The only time I'll create ads is if I know I have a hook that just wins. I'll give you an example. Last week, I just ran this promotion. It was. Ready for it? It's the most internet spammy thing ever. And we're getting my wallet out right now. Here it is. Three days, make 1K or don't pay. It's the whole thing. And I just put right there. Hey, spend three days with me. I'm going to teach you how to leverage some part of my life. I didn't even tell them what it was. And the page was like fucking six sentences. And it just says very clearly, if you don't make your money, for, if you do what I say and it, it doesn't work, it doesn't make whatever reason, I'll just give you your fucking money back. Yep. So what do you have to lose? Try. So it went well and we ended up doing the thing and it, it went great, right? To give perspective, like out of the 813 people that we had join us with it, I think we had like seven refunds total. And mind you, the hook is like, you know, the whole thing right there. But for me, 
that is when I will start to create an ad now. I've had people raise their hand and pay attention to the hook and get jumped in. Now it's only now is it worth advertising. Only now. And when it is, I've been, I mean, I've just made ads for the last 13 years, whatever the fuck it's been. So I don't do a lot of shots. I know like I'll put something out and I know like, I know what I need to say and do and to give me a good baseline test that this thing is going to convert. You know, if, if I'm having to work super hard to make something work, then it, the offer wasn't good enough. It's just, a, it's just not, I'm always going to be pulling teeth to keep that ad alive. I think my favorite guarantee, I think the only thing I would add, I love Jorofa, by the way, I, can, I get why it's good, but my favorite guarantee finishes with, not only will I give you your money back, I'll buy you a meal at your favorite restaurant. And the call to action, the first part is, just tell me what restaurant it is, just just in case I fail. I won't. But I, won't <laughs> so they know, I like that. I like the bonus look at the end. Is they tell me right. which restaurant you wanted it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's just that. it's like yeah, get crazy with the guarantees. You know what I mean? Like have fun with them. And uh, so I'll base it off that. But then once I have the ad, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I do the same kind of thing every single time, which is grab attention, um, highlight. I I'm very big in visual visually showing a problem. So for example, if I'm going to tell you, like most people, here's most people's ads. Hi, I'm, I'm Billy. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this internet marketing thing for about, you know, a decade plus, and I've worked with hundreds of clients and, uh, you know, it, I found a lot of success, but you know what the key to success for is work ethic, hard work, da, da, da. And so today, I'm going to teach you three lessons in how to increase your penis size. Okay. So here we go. First one, blah, 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 two, blah, 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 three, da, 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 da. And it's just like, oh my God, who wants to listen to that? It's boring. People don't trust it. It's seen before. It's spam. It's all the things. So instead I will come out and uh, say something like this. Hey, how much money do you make? I always start human. Meaning if I see someone in person and I'm standing in front of them, what would make them uncomfortable? So if I meet somebody in real life and I'm like, yo, how much money do you make? They'd be like, that's so rude. That's personal. I don't. Mm-mm. So you can get away with these things in videos. So, you know, start off like, hey, how much money do you make? Well, if you're like the average American, it's probably $32,000. And here's how your bills goes like this. Then visually, flashcard, you know, a mortgage, gas and electric, that and I'll put them on the table. I'll come close. This is a stationary camera, but like I would come close to the camera. I will move with the camera. I would treat the camera as if it's a human being. But the props and the visualization is everything of how you make it engaging. And also, too, I'm forcing your brain to follow along. Because now you're hearing me, you're also reading, and you're now you're doing math. When you're doing all three of those things simultaneously, it's very hard to disconnect and, like, not follow something. You know what I mean? It'd be like right now. If you were like, I'll actually do it with you right now. Do you have a pen or paper or pen or something on there? Paul's going to grab me something, and I'll uh, show you how, how this works and, like, just the, in, in other words, versus just talking at somebody versus actually having a conversation with somebody, even though it is a uh, one-way monologue type of feel. <laughs> okay. Um, perfect. Oh, we even got flashcards. Look at this. That was quick, Paul. Okay. So here we go. And I would start off the ad. It's like, hey, let me ask you a question. Hey, you know, Adam, can you do this math problem? Ready? Are you good at math? Uh, I Sometimes. Depends on the day of the week. Okay. All right. Well, well let's see. Let's see how you do today, Adam. Okay. So okay. stay with me here. Ready? Right. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Don't lose focus, Adam. I'm going to show you this right now. Don't lose focus. Okay. Here we go. First part. Can you see it? No. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, here, Paul's going to zoom in for me. Here we go. Okay. Yep. Got it. Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Two Hold on. What does it say? Two plus two. Okay. Two plus two. Right. What's the total of that? 
That's uh, four, if I remember correctly. Okay, so take that number, what it is. Stay with me. Okay, got it. Go. Minus 10. Yes, that's great. Yep. Okay, hold on, my mic's here. Okay, stay with me. Last number, last number, ready? Yep. What's it say? It says plus 10. Plus okay. 10 squared, is that what that is? Plus 100, plus 100. Oh, plus 100, okay. Got okay, it. what's okay. the number? Okay, so that number is 94. Okay, hold that thought right there. Okay. So right now, at this very second, you are wondering what the fuck is the payoff? You're wondering what are we doing? What's the point of doing this math? And you have to know the ending. I would make it the equivalent of you're watching your favorite television show on Netflix. There's eight episodes in that and you're on episode six. It would be a weird fucking place to stop watching the series unless it just completely fucking sucks and loses yeah. steam. But most of the time when you're that far along. So it's like with this math equation, I'm just obviously bullshitting here. And I didn't know where I wanted to go with that. But my point is, is it's like during the magic trick, nobody leaves. You just have to convince them to watch the magic trick. You see what I'm saying? So that's okay. kind of how I come out with my ads. It's like, I, I want to hook you with something that may or may not interest you. I want to qualify, disqualify. And then I want to demonstrate or do some kind of experiment with you where you're with me on this journey and I'm forcing your brain to think. Right. Even asking you questions that you cannot not answer. If I asked you an open question like, hey, what's your thoughts on Donald Trump? You'd be like, well, I don't know. You have to think what's two plus two. You can't even not think of it. Right. right? Exactly. What's three plus seven? Try not to think of the answer. If you guys are watching this. What's six plus four? Stop it. Stop. Don't answer that. Well, you cannot. It forces yeah. the brain. So those are the kind of moments that we try and create. We make an ad. I love that. And then do you do you go for the sale on that first ad or do you do retargeting or how does that? Yes. Work? Yes. I Both. fucking sell like a motherfucker every time. Sell the first and you do retargeting as well. Yes. Nice. Yeah, okay. for sure. Is I, there like I, a, I sell an amount of retargeting to do, or is it just yeah, until you buy. Some people have been retargeted for seven years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, until you buy. That's brand. All the retargeting is brand. It'll keep you top of mind, right? I, I have my certification class and like I ask the same question every time. Hey, how long did you guys follow me before you decided to pull the trigger on cert? Six years, five years, that's for you. I'm like, God damn, how bad at marketing am I? <laughs> to give it to get well, to give people right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both, right? And, and so, but my point is for everyone listening, it's like, yeah, you're gonna miss. But I always ask for the sell on every single app. matter of fact. I don't think I've ever run an ad long term that didn't ask for the sell. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, and it's because I always deliver so much value that I don't feel guilty asking for the sell after. You know, like my 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 offers and hooks are so good that it's like there's no shame in it. Usually, people feel shame or guilt about asking for the sell right away because just wasn't that good. Right. Like, but people will see my ads and be like, people motherfuckers will come up to me, but yo, I took a course. Oh, which one? And they're like, oh, then I was like, yo, that was an ad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was an ad. You didn't take my course. Like, but that's, that's the level we go through. Right. So, I mean, I, my, dude, my funnel to sell everything is always the same. Like two, like 30 to three and a half minute video. These are ballparks. Okay. Asking you, to watch another video, whether it be a training, a video sales letter, a webinar, phone call, Zoom, to just learn more. And then I ask you to buy my shit. That's all I do. Got it. So it's a, a short video to a longer video that yeah. says buy my shit. Yeah. And in, vi in video, video very intentionally, because I want you to not just sell my product or service. I want to sell me. I want to build so my brand. What I love about this is so many people make it far more complicated than that. Yes, correct. Correct. Which is back to for everyone at the beginning that was wondering why we were talking about, you know, punches a punch and horoscopes and all that stuff. That's exactly it. You know, somebody has perfected their art when 
at the end of the day. Yeah, an ad is an ad. Funnel is a funnel. Yeah, and listen, I've, I've had and have, you know, some of the really complicated funnels where it's like, hey, opt-in, seven-step email, then deadline sequence for promotion of blank to dank to dank to 14 days. And I think those things are just great to add in addition to. Those are to make me more money, not to make my money. You know what I mean? So um, I think they're I think they're great. But at the end of the day, what ends up happening, if you have a multi-step funnel, you always look at it when it gets too expensive and say, damn, what steps can I remove to make this cheaper? <laughs> and you end up fucking going from where you started. So now it's just like, you know, let's make yeah. our video better. I love this. So, you know, I, I love your shirt, by the way. Thank you. You know, I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have any idea what I've spent the last four days doing? If you, if you <laughs> no, I would love to know, though. All right, so I've spent the last four days running a fully immersive um, Dungeons and Dragons experience in a purpose-built medieval village. <laughs> show me a picture right now, <laughs> dude. I will show you a picture right now. I don't know how. I'm not even sharing Zoom. Here we go. Wait, how cool? Um, so, like, so you guys are like ridden out a castle and shit, and like dressed up and the whole deal. Yeah. So what I did was we rented out. Uh, Don't they call this lurking? Lurking? Uh, LARPing. Yeah. LARPing. Yeah. We rented out a medieval village that is oh, next so door. cool. So cool. And um, it cost um, quite a bit of money, but we got. How much? Uh, two, uh, it cost $40,000 to rent the village. This is the thing. Quite a bit of money is real. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> This is great. Um, yeah. So, but you'll, you'll love this. So um, $40,000 to rent the village. There was other money expenses as well, obviously, but we had a whole village. We had a, a town and restaurants and, and everything. And um, how many people came? 200 people, a thousand dollars each. Oh, how fucking cool. Yeah. You got so paid. Got, oh, absolutely got paid and a 100% sign up rate to do it again next year. Uh, now that's up. incredible. Yeah. That's how right? much fun they had. That's the, that's yeah. the real metric. Dude, you know, listen, this is what I love about you is, is like you get that's, that's, that's it. That's like, you know, obviously it's like, there's a, there's a part of you want to make money. You want to serve, you want to help people. You want to take care of your family. But when it comes to self, like finding and happiness, it's like, no, I want to make money because I want to rent out a fucking medieval village and bring my friends and have 200 people all fucking play dungeons and dragons for four days. Like that's the fucking dream. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's like a land party at the house and we fucking have a chef cook us food while we play NBA 2K. Like you got to Like, you know what I mean? You know how to fucking have fun and create memories and experiences. That's it. That's all I care about. Right. Which is all, which is all life's about, dude. I I wonder if, I don't know if this will play. Give me a second. I think it will. Hold on. I want to show you something. And for everyone else that's watching this, I do love you guys, but I'm I'm having more fun with Billie Jean right now. All right. Can can you see this? Yeah. You see this? Yeah. This is what we did on the on the final day of the event. Oh we God, yes. filled the castle with fog and a bunch of monsters. And we had them jump out and attack. So fucking cool. <laughs> so how do how does the fighting go? Like how do you, how do you like how does the battle actually go down? Like yeah, is it so, like when you, if you get hit, you're out, or like or is it everyone just kind of play through it and have fun? Is it so story it, written? It depends how much armor you're willing to wear. If you got no armor, if you get hit, you're out. But if you're going to wear chain mail or like hard leather stuff like they use in the movies, two hits. If you mm. wear plate mail, like proper metal yeah. chunky armor, you get three hits. So, <laughs> um, but like, it was so funny because, um, you know, we had 160 people take. Wait, were some people like when they're like fighting on the scene, like super agile, like fucking everybody up? Like, dude, I've got, we filmed one guy who was, he was trying to assassinate. He was sneaking up behind him with a dagger. 
and a guy fires two arrows at him and he jumped over the first one in a roll and <laughs> over the second one. Stop it. If I hadn't seen it myself, I would never. I went up to her and said, dude, that was awesome. You're an acrobat. He goes, no. And I was like, have you ever done that before? He goes, no. no. Tell me you got it on film. And I was like, why did you do that? And he goes, I don't know. I just <laughs> did it. <laughs> dude, you change your environment. You can be and do anything. I mean, it's so real. Wait, hold on. What was the arrows? Like, what were the what were they? Actually? So imagine a, a real arrow with a real bow, but you replace the head with a tennis ball. So you're like throwing a, a tennis ball. Oh, you can get hit. You can get hit. That, that can hurt. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can fire that thing 50 yards and, and take a hit. Is there the a refs like paintball to like call people in and out? Yeah, so we had five refs at different spots all over because it was a it was a big old battlefield. Dude, I would had, totally do this. I would totally fucking dude, do this. Next year, Never. I got you. Want to come? I got your whole team. I get you free tickets. I'm gonna I'm go gonna... all fucking blacked out, some fucking armor. I want three hits, everything, and I'm gonna fire a fucking yeah. cannon. You're gonna see dude. a fucking giant tennis ball. It's gonna dude, fucking I got you. But it was funny though because my buddy it was his first time ever doing it, right? Because I yeah. it was my business partner. We own a, a video hosting company together, yeah. and um, I was like, "You got to come and do this thing." And he goes, "Okay." So he came down there and uh, what I love about it is he fought on the battlefield first and he goes, yeah. dude, it was so intense. He's like, and he goes, I had some aggression to get out. So it was, cause it's like full contact, like beating each other up, but you got arms, yeah. it doesn't matter. And then in the evening, he wanted to be one of the monsters that ran out of the castle. And he goes, it was crazy. I fought the same guy, but in the evening he was scared of me because I had on a, on a mask. <laughs> and he's like, he was so scared that he wouldn't even fight. He goes, I'm the same guy. But How you know, cool. the, all the fog and the flames and everything just had everybody on edge. But dude, wait. I, so I, do you talk like it? And afterwards, do you heal and like, you know? Yeah. So know. there's um, we have like rules for coming back into the game. You don't leave, leave. Like if you die, you can. We have a thing like go back to your tent. You can come back to life. So mm. it, the punishment is walking. <laughs> you know, you have to walk back to your tent. Say like, oh, I'm done. I'm gonna go to sleep instead. Love it. But if you're willing to walk back from your tent and fight, then so people are staying like, out there in tents. Five days, sleeping there, living there, eating food, drinking. Oh, we have to go. The alcohol was period alcohol. So like mead and cider and stuff they had. Back Wait, there. did you guys have like gamey food? Like, dude, yeah, yeah. We had, we had, uh, we had lamb kebabs and like. Wait, how, how much fun did you have? Scale of one to 10. Like a 10, you know, it was up there. <laughs> but um, the, the bet, I mean, the best part is I took my, I took my kids with me and had them come around the whole time. So oh, that's they, cool. Yeah, they were like in their element. Like they were just like, dad, this is the best thing ever. And of course, they've never seen me in that environment. To them, I'm just dad. Right. And, um, What's you know, your I name used... in Dungeons and Dragons world? Dude, it's not even a cool name. I go by Jack. It's so basic. Jack? <laughs> Jack, yeah. Jack of all Fletcher. the fucking things, Jack. Jack Fletcher, yeah. Jack I mean, Fletcher. It does sound very like heroic at the same time. The noble yeah, Jack it's Fletcher. Like <laughs> generic, generic name. But, but the fun thing about my kids is my kids, you know, they've never seen, but I used to be an international fencing champion and like I've done Wait, a ton of martial <laughs> arts. Yeah. What's happening? Wait. Well, that's that's why I ended up doing this stuff. I was fencing, and one of my buddies like, that's not the best kind of sword fighting. There's another kind who get beaten up. And I was like, whatever. And I just won the London Youth Championships the first time I went to a, to a live action role play. Yeah. I got beaten up by a fat guy with two axes. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. So hold on, you actually fence. So are you good at this shit? Are you fucking people up out there? How many kills yeah. did you get? Like, well, I ran the event, so I was trying to be nice. But I, I'll put it to you this way. One night, um, I have an alter ego. I can't even tell you this stuff. I have an alter ego, Billie Jean, yeah. where I'm an orc. And I have like a full orc mask. What's an orc? Like, an orc? Like, a, like from Lord of the Rings, like an orc. Like the, okay, the yeah, 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 yeah. Green yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so. I have a, a professional prosthetic, like from a movie. And I, I have a common orc, like my skin, everything. I don't have the photo of that. I'm waiting for the guy to get it to me, but I'll, I'll send it to you afterwards. And um, and that's so where I you just, fight. That's where you're like, and, hey, I'm gonna fuck. Yeah, you 
if, if I'm my orc, because I don't look like the owner of the event, you know, I look like just a freaking monster. Yeah. And so as the orc, I turned up and uh, the, the host, I'd say the storyline, the storyline is all these people have come to this abandoned castle to come and live there. And so on the third Only night- one I, can claim the throne. Right. And I thought, I, I love, the best Dungeons and Dragons is always a moral problem that people don't deal with in real life and you make them deal with it in fantasy. Fun fact, that's the top tip. You want to have a good, good experience. So I was like, you know what? What if, what if this town already belonged to somebody? So I turn up and I'm like, hey, I'm part of a nomadic orc tribe. Why are you in our winter location? What's going on? Who are you? <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, it's our place now. And I was like, come oh. again. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Was everyone like now. in their tents looking out like, hey, motherfuckers, it's about to go down. Sound dude, the alarm. It, it was. And I was like, I'm going to need to speak to a representative. And this dude gets up, stands up on a bench and goes, guys, this, this orc's claiming that they were here first and this is their tribal land. Do we leave or do we kill them all? And they will start screaming, kill them all, kill them all. <laughs> now, I haven't threatened anyone. I've just turned up and like, why are you in my tribal land? Oh, What's that's going a fucking on? threat. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, listen, in all culture, we can't back down from a fight. Like, you challenged me. I'm, I'm going to have to kill you. And at this point, some of the humans start being like, wait a minute, isn't this what we did to the Native Americans? And they're suddenly mm. having this, like, which is the whole point of the game, to show just how quick you turn nasty. Yeah. Like, you own true. this just because you turned up, right? What yeah. about the fact that these are tribal lands? This belongs to somebody else. So right. it was a really fun moment. And they instantly, there was a civil war. Half the humans were like, wait a minute, we can't do this. This is what happened in America. And the other half- So like, how many of them war. did you kill? Right, well, so, um, <laughs> so I challenged the mouthy one because suddenly they don't want to fight anymore. Now they're like- Oh, <laughs> a duel. Like, Right. They're like, what if peace was an option? I was like, you didn't lead with peace. Now you mm. want peace. Now I'm an angry orc. Now you want peace, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, look, let me kill the guy that mouths off and we can discuss the negotiation. I was like, but my culture is if you challenge me, we have to fight. That has to happen. So this guy suddenly, suddenly looks at this huge orc yeah. and is like, I don't know, he moves pretty fast. I don't know if I want to fight him. This other guy turns up, it's like, I'll fight him for you. And they're Ooh. arguing over who's going to fight me first. Yeah, that's real. You see that, yeah. To them, I'm just a random monster. To me, I'm a professional sword fighting champion who's won countless tournaments. And I'm weighing them up <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can beat them both. And so I'm like, I'm tired of the arguments. You humans are always changing the rules on me. I'll fight you both at once. <laughs> so, How'd that whole, feel? How'd that feel? That moment right there. Almost as good as when I beat them both straight <laughs> off. Did you fuck them up? <laughs> Yeah, I fought them both at the same time, beaten both. Bro, tell up. me you have a video of that. It's the one thing I don't have a video of. I have no oh. video of them fighting as the orc. But I mean, to be honest with you, I can just pull up a video camera and film myself beating. So the most I've ever beaten at once is I can I've beaten eleven people at once, like me versus eleven of one. That's wow. the most. So there so really were, is something. They were not that when you're, when you're, when you're, Yeah, but I mean, there's something to it. Like if I just come and I've never done it before, if, yeah. if we play twenty rounds in a row, are you going to beat me twenty rounds in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, like yeah. that. Yeah, like that. I yeah, this this story. I mean, like I, you know, we haven't hung out enough, you know, but there's stories like um, you know, I was in a was Jack a Fletcher. Have you heard of the Jack Fletcher? <laughs> yeah, no, but there was you know, when, when you're a pro, I mean it's the same for any pro fighter, a pro fighter against someone who's not being a pro, there's there's like a killing instinct. Like I always um I always love movies. You know, you have the characters in the background that are like trying to jump in the fight and they're just doing this for a while. Yeah. And everyone watches movies like that's not what happens in real life. And I'm like, that's exactly what happens in real life. Mm. And they're like, no, it isn't. I was like, you watch any footage of like a fight going down in a bar. 
And there'll be three or four people that are actually fighting and a whole bunch of other people that kind of want to fight, but don't know if they should, mm-hmm. who might randomly suck a punch. <laughs> they're yeah. not going to jump into the fight. And so like when you're fighting multiple people, you just got to work out who's going to fight mm. and beat them first. And then and, the other and then the others don't want to, they don't want none of it anymore. Now that now they even they really don't want to fight now. And the only thing you got to watch out for is while you're fighting the two or three that really want to fight, the guy that's going to suck a punch you. And as long as you keep that in your head, you yeah. can fight, you know, five, six people, it's okay. But five professionals is different because they're all going to come in at once. And you're so done. when you're doing like two on one and people are watching, is the ref now come over there and do it? Or are you guys kind of self-accountable at that point of like, hey? So, yeah. And what, what do they do of- when they get killed? Like when you kill those two guys, do they leave their camp? <laughs> yeah, they. So it, it's pretty fun. They just lie there in the dirt for a bit. And then... <laughs> um, and then it's pretty cool. We have a we have a thing called the book of names. You go down to the administration desk and you write your name in the book of da- names as someone who died. And it's kind of like going to Valhalla. You write down like I died because of, and uh. you keep track of it as the game. And at the end, we'll send you a little thing like, hey, just so you know, you died fighting an orc in a. Oh, that's battle. pretty fucking cool. So they get like a, a bit of an experience, but th- but the then do they part- respawn after that for like the next? Yeah, they can go yeah, back yeah, to their correct. tent, come back to life, and and do it cool. all again. So, um, but the, if your name's written in the book of names six times, you're out out which doesn't normally happen in one event but it's just to discipline people so they're not going crazy and like yeah yeah we don't want people going around but the thing and this is like to to something you spoke about earlier which is like having good customer service and really delivering value um dude i must have had like probably 30 to 50 people individually walk up to me and say this has been the best five days of my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. It sounds fun and, and different. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. fucking Disneyland. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. not better. Like you get to, yeah, it's what you want it. Disneyland to be right. To, to yeah. actually do it. There was, um, there was one moment and, uh, and I'll, I'll finish this. I don't eat up your whole day. I could talk to you forever, but there was, there was one moment. There was this woman and, um, they went, to, so there's a battle every day. There's a battle where you get like yeah. 80 against 80 and they slam against each other. Yeah. And um, the, it's a two round battle, a 15, 15 minute on, 15 minute break, 15 minute on again. And the the enemy battle uh, army had lost the day before. Yeah. So the next day they said, hey, let's have a truce. And on the battlefield, you know, we're not going to use any overpowered stuff. We're, you know, we're going to fight really fair and just make it more about a casual day. Yeah. And then, of course, both armies agreed to it. And then and the no one does army, it. <laughs> yeah. And then the army that lost went full tilt, like just turned nasty. And so this woman was crying and I was like, Hey, what's up? You know, like just person to person what's up. And she goes, I just feel really wronged. Like, I feel like the magic of the event was taken away. They promised us they'd behave one way. They behaved another way. And I said to her, I was like, listen up. I was like, let me, let me give you a piece of advice that applies to this game. And it applies to real life. There are people out there that want to win so bad that they will change the rules of engagement. on you. They'll make you believe one thing and they'll do something else. I was like, no one else here is crying except you, but I don't want you to take that as an insult. I want you to recognize that that means you care more than anyone else here. Mm, You care so much. You're upset about it. Mm -hmm. So my challenge to you is, do you care so much that you can't handle it and you need to walk away? Or do you care so much that you're going to learn from that, come back and hit them 10 times harder and go fuck them all. (laughs) Cause what I see in you is a leader. Cause only a leader would care. And I don't see anyone else caring enough. She takes her, she takes her war paint. Dude, she did. She, I'm not even kidding. She did. She got makeup. She went like this. She took like a whole group of 20 people and went out there 
and lost in fairness. But but, uh, but, but, but she did it. She did it. Yeah. But but she did it. And then the next day they had the next because it was best of three days. They won the final, they won the whole thing. Mm. And she came up to me afterwards and she said, I just want to talk to you, like as the event organizer. First of all, it's been the best five days of my life. She goes, but next, she goes, you took me out of a period of real darkness out there and you turned it into a big win for me as a person. She goes, and I'm so happy that I did it and that I led. And she goes, and I just want to tell you, I have parallels to that in my real life where I have collapsed mm-hmm. and I should have mm-hmm. probably taken charge. And she goes, I'm going to walk away from this event with that. And I just want to say thank you because I think that's going to be an important part of my life. How great. And I'm just like crying. And I'm like, <laughs> How um, great. Dude, that's so, yeah. amazing. That's amazing. That's so, amazing. Anyway, Wait, to pause, finish hold, up. Let, me, I, let me bring everyone back in the audience in as we went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> One guys, I'm I'm a nerd. I'm a gamer, uh, so I love I love shit like this, and like it sounds like so much fun and something cool experience. But also, too, just a side note, I'm gonna try and loop it all back, right? Yeah. So you know, in in my digital marketing career, I've sold a lot online, but a lot of my sales too have come from on the phone and via Zoom, and then also training people on how to do that. That's been a big part of my earnings. And so when I sell, it was very much so like this conversation is one: be wildly curious and excited with somebody. And I have a rule. It's called the 90-10, 90-10, 90-10 rule. It teaches to all your employees. So 90-10. 90% of your conversation needs to be the other person talking. Second 90-10. The, the 10% of the time that you're talking, 90% of it needs to be questions. And then the third 90-10 is 90% of the total conversation needs to be talking about the product or the service whatever the thing is. And if you can do all those things and transfer excitement, trust, and clarity, people will always buy your shit. So even though we were just having a fun conversation that I was genuinely curious in, it works really for me well for me professionally too, because those are my conversations. Like I got to learn everything. So imagine if we weren't talking about Dungeons and Dragons or LARPing or, you know, whatever. And we were talking about his future as an entrepreneur and I was trying to sell him business. And he had that type of emotion, that type of excitement. What are his chances going to be buying? That literally I mean, imagine, is the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, imagine if Billie Jean said, hey, can we run ads for that event for you? I'd be like, um, yeah, exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> right? Like, there you go. Like, hey, let's blow it up. And you find the real passion. And that is yeah. literally it. If you can do that, you'll forever be financial, uh, financially where you want to be. Um, yeah. Going back to that real quick. So um, how do you even market it? Like, how, just out of curiosity. So, yeah, so, and this is, I suppose, my skill set. Because I suck at advertising, I'll be honest with you. That's not my skill yeah. set, Billie Jean. That's why I, I like listening to you. Um, I'm very good at leveraging other people's assets. Mm. So I found a guy that had a mailing list of a hundred thousand people who have been to events like this before. Wow. And another guy that owned the event location and the event location houses 10,000 people. It's a, a permanent, uh, Renaissance fair. Mm. So I pulled the two of them into a meeting and I said, how about the three of us come together? You've got a mailing list of hundred thousand people. You've got a fair. I yep. know how to do this stuff and let's pull it all together. So that's cool. how we did it. So this was the trial. The reason there's only 200 people is we didn't want to go too crazy, but we wanted to do it right. Yeah. So, make, so, so next year, what's the goal of the uh, member? A thousand. We're going for a thousand. Oh my God. And- That'll feel like a full, uh, I, I want to come. <laughs> is this in London? Uh, no, this is just outside of Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah. That makes it better. I don't know why. Was weren't you imagine? We both were just imagining like somewhere <laughs> in the green lanes of fucking Italy or like Ireland, yeah. you know? Austin, That's Texas. Great. Oh my god! I, I do, I'm, I'm not I'm, kidding. By the way, I've got hundred percent in. I done. I will we're, send you tickets. We're in. We're in. Yeah. We're in. You down to go for? Fuck it. Like, let's go. We may not do all five days, but we'll at least I mean, come for like a day or two. Or like, I gotta I, experience this. Yeah, we we have a day we call Zoo Day. 
where the re- members of the public can turn up in costume and just watch all the weirdos doing their thing. Oh, and that's so, cool too. That's cool. It's like a zoo experience. You get to walk yeah. around. And I, we'll do that, like, but I also want to be in it. I don't want. Yeah, I want. Like, I'm I want sorry, to I can't take a shot. I, I want to fucking shoot game. somebody with an arrow. I want to fucking. And I want to fucking eat a piece of meat and then stare at motherfuckers like what? I want to do all the shit. <laughs> it was man. I, my favorite moment is when when I was the orc. I like being the orc because it's like the time you get to be an arsehole because you're in a mask, you know. Just like walking up to people and staring at them, and they stare back and just you know do that. And they, and they back and you get, so if you were to get assassinated in that moment, what would happen? Oh, yeah, dead. Yeah, have to go. Oh, This is great. This is the wild, wild I, uh, west. My my kids. I gave them. So in the game, we have poison. Poison is pretty fun. It's a card that has poison written on it. Yeah. You split it in half, give it to somebody, and if they open it and read it, they're dead. And oh. it's just can you convince somebody to take a broken that's fucking great. Yeah. So are there son- rules sent out before so everyone's on the same yeah. page? Yeah. yeah. Wow, this no. thing is thought out. This is this is a this is a it's, it's dope, but it was, it was fun. My kid had like a bunch of poison. I gave it to him. I was like, because because he's a kid, he can't fight. So I was like, have some poison. So he'd go up to me, like, excuse me, sir, can you read this? And they're like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> Look at it. And they're like, Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. And then when yeah. people eat, is it like is that in character or do you actually have restaurants where people can go out of character? Is there like an area of un decharacterizing or no? Once you're in it, nope. you're in it. You, you eat at restaurants oh. in character. You stay the taverns in character. Um, you know, there's a, yeah, anything can happen at any point. The only place you're safe is in your tent, in your tent, you're, you know, or you're, so there coffee. could be a brawl breakout oh. at the food place. Oh, there were definitely, bro- there was a moment I was having dinner with somebody and they died. And then this assassin walked up. He just walked past, stabbed them, and kept going. And I was like, "Can somebody assassin's deal with style. this?" Yeah, I was having a good conversation. Uh, a friend of mine died eating jambalaya. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. That's so cool, man. That that makes me happy. Yeah, man. Well, all right. So obviously, end of the podcast. One question, Billy Jane. What do smart businesses do in your mind? Uh, I was gonna. I had an answer for this. Now I'm gonna change it. And is they create experiences instead of products. Like I'm, I'm, ta- I'm listening to you. It's an experience, right? Like, and when you have an experience, people experiences have a finite amount of time that you experience them. So once they run out, they deplete. You want it again. I want that experience yeah. again. And so you know, this will be an annual thing. I wouldn't be surprised. You take it to the moon and back, however far you want to take it. And so um, I would say that's the other thing. And then the other thing, what smart businesses do, I think this one is actually the most important, is they ask for help. I didn't do that for a long time. And uh, I just wasted so much time and money. The smartest people that I know, they're always asking questions and they're learning. The, and, and they have, they're able to put their ego, they're confident in themselves, but they do not believe in it. They're, they're humble and you're always learning from other people. That is to me the mark of a great business person. Dude, I love this. Guys, if you are listening, you're listening to the one and only Billy Jean. This has been an incredible podcast. Billy Jean, where should people go to learn more about you in your mind? Shit, man. Uh, I don't know. We don't, uh, do it with Billy.com. I'm doing a financial experiment thing. Um, I don't know. I don't really got anything. Just follow us on, uh, go to our site, go to our website. We'll find you. You don't find us. We'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate I love you. That. If nothing else, definitely go to Billy Gina's marketing and watch the story. Absolutely. Be. Appreciate Good. you, dog. Thanks for having man, me. And I will be there in Austin, Texas, All right, doing this coming. next year. We're in for okay. sure. <laughs> All right, dude. Good to see you. Thanks, man. Thanks for you too. Appreciate you. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my smart blueprint ebook. 
Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.